When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Fright School. Are you ready? Class is in session. Welcome back to Fright School. Hello, Joe. Hi, Joshua. It is uh, late. It is late. Look at us doing a late recording. Uh, it's also, this is kind of a quick surprise. We're breaking our, uh, you know, we're, we're interrupting our regularly, regularly. Uh, <laughs> I've not been drinking, as Joe accused <laughs> me of only seconds ago. <laughs> I am stone cold sober. Uh, regularly scheduled programming uh, to bring you this uh, review episode uh, to discuss bodies, bodies, bodies. But we'll get into that in a moment. Let's first just, you know, hello, Joe. Are you Hi, doing Joshua. okay? I really didn't mean, life? I, I didn't mean for it to sound like an accusation. I was just like really confused because you had this like, you were starting to sound like the caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland. Uh, oh, <laughs> um, no, really, who are you again? What are we doing here? Who am I? Where am I? Whose hands are these? What's in my pocket? Um, <laughs> uh, it's okay. I don't take offense. You know, I mean, I guess I would if you were like, I'm gonna have to go to Al Anon to help to figure no. out how to support you. No, but uh. I get Al-Anon is great. I'm not trying to, you know, I was, I'm trying to insult Joe. This isn't going well. Uh, have you had a good week? How's life? Life is good. The week is good. Good. Yeah. Things are good. We're doing fine. We're working nine to five to stay alive as uh, Beyonce says. Yes. Oh man. I'm listening to that record a lot. It's super fun. Um, yeah. I've been enjoying it. Getting, getting our getting our Beyonce on. Oh, you know what? You know what is a new development, actually? And I have you to thank for this. Truly an honest thanks. I have been binging from the beginning what we do in the shadows. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and you're enjoying it? I'm, I am thoroughly enjoying it. I'm fully immersed it's in the world. Bonkers, build, stupid, fun. You know, yeah, absolutely. And and as of recording this, I'm caught up to the episode that I watched with you last time I was over there at the Oh my god, West Craven Memorial Library. I told I don't fuck around when yeah, I you want, watch like seize three seasons. <laughs> yeah, when I when I want to get through something, I will fucking get through it. And you know what? It's only 25, 24 minute episodes, 10 episodes a season, easy peasy. Lemon squeezy, as Nadja says. It's uh, it's very true. It does move very, very quickly. Uh, I have to go back and rewatch. It's been a while since I've seen like the early episodes. Uh, but that means you already saw the Jesk episode. I fucking love that. The where she meets uh, her <laughs> lover and he's been, you know, reincarnated as Jeff and she can't yes. say it. She's like Jesh, Jesh. Jesk. Yes. Uh, Gregor, right? <laughs> Gregor. Right, yeah, Gregor. And uh, yeah, she's like, what kind of name is J-? just. Uh, uh, uh. Well, they and they got like they got a pretty notable actor to do that. They got Jake Dorman. Like there's people in this that are just like uh, like their names. <laughs> but like to people like me who know people from things, you know, right. that, like, like Beanie Feldstein. Um, yes. Like, oh my God. I, I Donald Logue <laughs> from Blade yeah. slash uh, Grounded for Life. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, they get all kinds of people that pop up on there. And it's 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 super fun. Uh, oh, they got, what's her name to play the other energy vampire? Eve. Oh, uh, Vanessa Bear. <laughs> Vanessa Bear. That is, that whole sequence. I'm, I really just want to show with those two. So funny. I, well, I'm really glad that you uh, checked it out because yeah. we... I, it's such a weird thing because I tried to get into the movie. Like a lot of people, when the movie first came out, you know, years ago, however long, everybody was like, oh, this movie's like perfect for you right up your alley. And, you know, it's like about vampires, like living modern day, uh, you know, as roommates and trying to like navigate life. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll watch it. And I didn't like laugh at all at it. I did not, I, I don't know. Maybe I need to go back and revisit it. Um, and see if maybe my opinion has changed. But I remember watching the film and just being like, ugh. So I didn't watch the series for a really long time. It was on, lots of people were talking about it, kept saying, oh, you got to watch it, you got to watch it. I'm like, listen, y'all, I did not like the movie. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure that I'm going to understand like how the a, a show based on it is going to be better. And but- they did a good job doing completely, like a whole complete, con- like different people, like they did a good yeah. job. For me, it's definitely Nadja. Like, I think that Nadja helps. Uh, imagine that you take because the original film is is like an all male cast. I think. Well, yeah, uh, at you least didn't like it because it was all yeah. men. <laughs> exactly. So that could be the thing. But Nadja is like the like she she keeps me going back. Like she's so fucking funny when they have like the housewives night where they're the super the super bow. Yeah, you know the super bow. <laughs> and like the guys are all trying to do their guy thing, and then she's in the kitchen trying to like get get in with the wives. That shit is so fucking funny to me. Just I love seeing Nacha trying to do like you know normal girl things, quote unquote. Yeah, you know? is good for me. I I think we're perfectly matched because I do love Laszlo. Like I love a mm. like this just like horny gentleman vampire. Like I I, th- I I don't know how many times I've just like laughed hysterically when he's like, well, you could get fucked. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, he, he's full of great lines. And actually ever since we started watching the show, that's how Jeffrey tells me he's coming home. He always sends me a bat. <laughs> bat. <laughs> bat. <laughs> um, the, the Supreme, like the vampire council with yeah. like Tilda Swinton with yeah. like Tilda Swinton rocking her like Jadis the White Witch hair was great. Well, it's the uh, only lovers left alive. Yo, well, that's you the know? thing. I, I, but I, you're I, right. It is. It's yeah. the Jadis hair, but I know that they're referencing yeah. only lovers left alive. And then like I everybody, they to, got like everybody who's ever played a vampire to like come on. It was so it was cool. amazing. But I had to, the only two that I had to look up because I had no idea was um, Paul Rubens. And I completely uh, forgot that Evan Rachel Wood was uh, on True Blood. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Paul Rubin's obviously from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. See, I didn't I just, watch Buffy. Well, not the film. The, I mean, not the show, the film version of it. Oh, so, I see. Yeah, I see. yeah. He was in the original movie with Christy Swanson and Rucker Hauer. Luke Perry. Uh, Luke Perry, David Arquette. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky Lake is in it for a second. Um, oh gosh, what's her name from uh Boys Don't Cry? Hillary oh, Swank. Um, oh <laughs> yeah, Hillary yeah. Hillary Swank is in it, which is so funny to see her in this like again, all these like Academy Award winners like start in horror. You know, she's like in this movie for a second. Well, I mean, I guess she did this isn't really like what she started in, I don't think. I think she had other things, but still like. She went on to like win Academy Awards and she's in fucking the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. It's just delightful. I just watched it the other night. So I'm very like, I'm fresh on Buffy. Nice. Because <laughs> it had a 30th anniversary, I think, as well. Like the same week as um, uh, the Lost Boys had their 35th anniversary. So they oh, were released nice. around nice. the same like time or the same month and time, but, you know, five years apart. So it was fun. You know, I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch Lost Boys. I'm gonna watch Buzz the Vampire Slayer. It's going to be a fun uh, vampy night. So anyways, I'm super glad that you're watching what we do in the shadows. I hope that you enjoy it. Uh, doesn't Jimmy Kins watch? He does. He does. He yeah. actually watched first. This is not a show that we watched together or that, like he it's very rare (laughs) it's very rare i say this with love very rare that he gets to watch uh something that i don't or is or i am not aware of culture and that he is aware of um a modern and popular culture as it were 
that is uh that is pretty cool so look at yeah. that uh sorry i was just i was very curious oh i'm totally wrong hillary swank's first film was buffy the vampire slayer nice so, hey, there you go um, and then she did the next Karate Kid. I was gonna, I was actually gonna say maybe it was the next Karate Kid, but yeah. I didn't want to humiliate myself, so you spared me the humiliation. Um, then yeah, she went because she does have an Academy Award, right? I am yes, right about for that. a Million Dollar Baby. Yeah. So, anyways, point is, you know, horror is an awesome place to uh, figure your shit out before you go win an, uh, an Oscar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All righty. Well, I guess uh, we fooled around long enough because we said we were going to try to uh, keep this short because ju- we're just kind of reviewing. Uh, but Bodies, Bodies, Bodies has dropped. It is the new uh, film from A24, whom uh, we love on the podcast. Uh, a lot of their movies have been, uh, you know, some of our favorites. Uh, full disclosure, they were very generous and gave us passes, although Joe didn't go, just me. <laughs> they wanted only the uh, true ghouls there. Yes, yes, but they uh for Comic-Con they were they were uh, you know, given little uh th- you did do the work, I will say. Joe did uh, you know, make make sure we were included in the in, in the uh once again call it. Once again a white man thrives on the labor of browns. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> But they were very kind to invite us to the screening uh, for it before it came out, like during Comic-Con. It was super nice, too, Joe. I'm still mad you weren't there because, I mean, it was like free booze and tasty things, treats. It was very lovely. So thank you to A24. Having said that, we're still going to tell you the truth about what we think about this film. So, uh... (laughs) So spoilers abound, Joshua? Yes, spoilers do abound. We are going to spoil the shit out of this, which is why we waited. Yeah. We did record this um, a couple of weeks from when you're hearing it. but we So we're giving it some time to sit out there in the world. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't seen Bodies, 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 like, why are you here? Go see it. Yeah. Or, I guess, get spoiled. Anyways. Oh, hold on. I want to yes. say, though, like, A24 technically also took care of my ticket as well because i am a member of a24's little membership oh, uh, cool. thing that they have and they gave um if you book their ticket the ticket to see bodies 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 this weekend or the weekend that i saw it which is the opening weekend um a wide release opening weekend they gave you a, a code to get a free ticket through fandango so oh well very so nice thank you to a24 and i can't if you are like me and joshua where you love a24 and you know you adore a lot of their films and uh love access to merch before it gets uh <laughs> before it drops so you can you know try to get they recently did a poll it's like what merch should we bring back and i was like the midsummer bear in a cage um, <laughs> yes they release it's just five dollars a month and they release uh cool things for members only every month you get a free zine that's about a movie that they have going on that month uh the first zine i got was related to everything everywhere all at once all about the <laughs> internal revenue service um so i highly recommend it and they also do um occasional screenings online where they'll show two movies back to back and have some talk back so uh, get your a24 membership folks look at her a24 membership yes i love that um i'm gonna have to sign up for that man that's that's a uh, very uh perky <laughs> um all right so i was just looking back because man you know they make so many movies some of our favorites over the last couple of years the witch the vavitch i mean the vavitch <laughs> um yeah, moonlight uh, midsommar very beloved yeah i'm just looking at all the all, all the things ladybird which i really enjoyed the disaster artist was great uh you know just um hereditary it's just a great this is hitting like the hits 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 of uh, uh of a24 um yeah lots of good movies so yeah why not support them anyways all right bodies 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 
just came out, just out now, directed by uh, Helena. Is it Rain? I think it's R- Rain. E I J N. Rain or Regine? Rain? Rage? It's, I think she's from Amsterdam. Yeah, it's Rain. Yeah, yeah. Helena Rain. Uh, yeah, it says it's uh, Dutch. She's Dutch actress, writer, and film director who was at the screening that I saw with uh, a, a big chunk of the cast minus uh, Mr. Peter uh, Davidson. <laughs> uh, uh, so that was fun. Uh, but, you know, it's Comic-Con, so of course people yeah. are out uh, doing their things. Was Lee and Pace there too? No, I think okay. it was just the women. Yeah, it just was the just, women. It was okay, just, well, we don't, just the don't, women in the cast. I don't care about them anyway. I like Which I thought was cool. Yeah. Oh, and I just realized I meant to bring in, I got a a cool little souvenir that was a, a glow stick necklace that says bodies, bodies, bodies. Yes. On it. Yeah, I meant to wear it. I was going to grab it, but I am... If you're watching this over on Patreon, first of all, thank you uh, for your support, as always. Uh, but uh, I am once again in in the Squancher's office recording mm-hmm. because I've I've had a uh, a death in the family. My laptop, I don't know what is going on with it, but it has given up on me. I have worked it into the ground, uh, much like Joe's patients, and it has quit on me. And so I have to get a new one, but uh, I have not done it yet. But unlike that laptop, Joshua, I will never quit on you. Mm. I wish I knew how to quit you. (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) There we go. Back to it. Back back to it, Joe. I love that. Um, All right. Anyways, so bodies, bodies, bodies. We've got... Amandala Stenberg, Maria Bakalova, uh, Chase Sweet Wonder, Lee Pace, as you mentioned earlier, Pete Davidson, uh, Rachel Sanat, um, mm, Mahela, is that? Mahela Harold? M Y H A apostrophe L A. Mahela is what it looks like on okay. the. Anyways, that's the cast. Those are the people in it. Like I said, directed by uh, Helena and then screenplay story, Sarah DeLap, Kristen Rupanian. There we go. Lots of names I've butchered today. Anyways, the point is, it's about a bunch of friends who gather at a house for uh, a hurricane party. Uh, you know, they're, a big storm is coming and they're going to party it up and uh, somebody dies. And then, you know, things happen. So, Joe, you just saw it. You saw it today? I saw it earlier uh, today with our dear friend Ashley. So shout out to her. I was like, are we seeing Bodies, Bodies, Bodies when it's on wide release? And she was down at like the first showing of the day. Um, I love that. She was getting a pretzel. I went into the theater and I texted her. I was like, there's four other men in here. Um, (laughs) So... And she said, rightly so, you would love this. She was like, ew. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, I wish I could have been there. That would have been fun to have seen it with you all uh, again. Um, But I wasn't. So it is what it is. Anyways, uh, what did you think? What did you think of the movie? Did you have a good time? Did you enjoy yourself? I I enjoyed it. Um, I had a lot of fun. I... Wasn't expecting a, like this like very <laughs> biting like commentary on like close personal friendships, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is what I took away from it. Yeah, um, but it was it was delicious, and like I totally know like it's so funny because like the movies that I would pair with it are movies that we've actually done on the show. Like it was, uh, I would pair this with like, if it was like a film festival weekend, I'd pair it with like new year, new you or uh, midnight kiss, like both, you know, friends at a house and then hilarity ensues. Oh, nice. Yeah. I would probably throw Jennifer's body in there. Um, what else? You know, to be honest, I want to pair it with, uh, like, Clue or uh, the first uh, April Fool's Day, the original April Fool's Day film, which I actually wrote in my notes. I was I, When I was trying to guess where it was going, I was wondering if it was going to do that sort of thing, like the April Fool's sure. Day, which I don't, I don't think you've seen. 
Have we watched? I have not seen April Fool's Day. Okay. Well, we'll talk about it a little bit uh, later. Why? Why I thought it was going there. Um, but yeah, it's so funny. I have the the notes I was trying to make on my phone, which I felt because I was like, I'm not texting anybody, but I have to like take notes, and I forgot my notebook. So <laughs> I'm like, I have this thing. I have the screen totally dark, so I can't really see it do well, and I'm just like wildly typing random notes while watching it. So it, which is kind of fun because there are things on here that one, I'm not exactly sure what I was talking about or like why I wrote certain notes, but the very first note is um, lesbian kiss opening, like right off the bat. We're just starting with like, I'm like, Oh, we're here. We're queer. Yeah. Yes. I love it. You will all know (laughs) and all will, what is it? Uh, All will, uh, will wonder and despair at this, like, very intense like lesbian like ooh, like yeah, even if it wasn't right lesbians if it was two men if it was a if it was a, a mixed gender couple like it was uncomfortable but like <laughs> you're just like put right into it like oh here we are yeah this is what we're doing it was like it, it was like tongues it was like watching us it was watching like um it was like watching jurassic park when when uh, Ellie Sattler is like at the Triceratops and is like 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 picking at stuff on the tongue of the Triceratops, like that's what it was to me. That's uh, amazing. I I was just like, hey, look at them going; they're having themselves a good time. Uh, and then I wrote uh, "toxic hay triangle." <laughs> <laughs> but I think I meant toxic gay triangle. But I had written that down because one of the women uh, in the film said it before the show. Uh, she was like, you know, are you all ready for a toxic gay triangle? And uh, I, we were like, oh, okay, sure. Why not? We're here. You I know, mean, so. I would have. That's interesting because I did not like I really didn't care about that. <laughs> yeah. And it, I, and it comes up at the end like. Dang, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, but there's energy throughout that you know, like obviously the you know, these are friends with boundary issues. <laughs> um, yeah, and so you know, it gets right into it. So we have B. Uh, this is the uh Maria Bakalova, Bakalova. character yeah. who is uh from some you know, kind of eastern European. Uh, family of some sort and she's not Moscow not Moscow Um, yeah so she's kind of the you know the the woman that we're following you know kind of through a lot of it I feel it's kind of her her story uh, to some degree obviously you know we have all the other friends and stuff too are involved but we're kind of you know our our sympathies are are sort of with her because she's like thrown into the like that's one of those things where it's like I don't know I don't know if you've ever been in that situation. I've definitely been like brought to parties with like certain types of people that I'm like, I don't belong here. Why am I here? I've got nothing in common with anybody here. Um, You know, so I really, I I kind of felt like there was a really interesting right off the bat kind of foreigner aspect to her. Not, not only like in a literal sense, but like culturally and like, um, like financially kind of, you know I mean? She's like, she's just put into this place where she's like really outside of her element and her girlfriend, uh, Sophie, right. Um, Mm -hmm. just kind of tosses her into the wolves. I feel like that whole sequence was really uncomfortable to watch, but I've been there. I've seen that before. So I was like, okay, these people, I, I get what's happening here. This this is a shitty situation. Uh, and just weird, you know, the, that whole like weird vibe energy going on. So it sets the movie off perfectly. Like you're like right into this uncomfortable situation. So I, I like that. I mean, uh, I, here's the thing. As someone who, I, Joshua, I don't know if you knew this, but I'm from Guam. And, <laughs> and being from there, we what? have, I've lived through many a typhoon you know in that part of the world they're called typhoons same thing as a hurricane but you know just just with a little tropical flair um and the last thing we do is like throw a party you know like not everyone has a generator 
Like you're you're definitely like battening down the hatches. Like the fact that there wasn't like more broken glass and windows and and like their windows right. and all that. Like that the windows withstood that kind of um withstood that kind of wind without any protection or shuttering or anything like that is bonkers to me because like I grew up like my my I've definitely been like the dad has plywood the house <laughs> plywood the windows of the house uh before you get typhoon shutters like it's a whole thing so like the fact that they had yeah. like a party the party usually comes after when everyone's cleaning and the power is not on so you have to like eat everything in the fridge and you're just inviting neighbors over like that's when the party starts not like right. not when you're like you know do uh in the middle of weather well, yeah, I mean, this is crazy rich people shit right off the bat, you know, like just what is wrong with these people? Like, yeah, let's, you know, throw a freaking party during a hurricane. Uh, but again, I'm not totally against it. I would I would go to this. This this seems fun. Let's drink. <laughs> let's have a smoke. Let- I want to play this game. I've never played a game like this before. This body bodies bodies. It's what's considered a murder in the dark game. Uh, you know, so they, there are various ways to play this, either with cards that people draw, and so somebody's a murderer. You watch only murders in the building, so yeah. you know they ju- they just play Son of Sam. Yeah, yeah, they played a game. That's it, basically what this is, uh, only a little bit more to the extreme. I've played it. I've actually played it with some friends of ours. Uh, oh, I want to play. Yeah, this seems it, like fun. I played it at friends of it, you, and it was they called it Mafia. Yes. And I've heard it called uh, what Lee Pace calls it in the movie. I heard it called Werewolf. Yeah. 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 It it has lots of different names. And it's a game that's been played for centuries, basically. um, It goes back. There's a a great game that's a version of this. It's called Secret Hitler. (laughs) And oh, yeah. yeah. Did you not bring that here? Somebody brought that here. I don't think I brought it it there, but I have it. And it's a lot of fun. I didn't um, play. A we had a party and a bunch of people played that. Um, I remember yeah. somebody brought it. Uh, yeah. So, it, which seems super fun. And of course, you know, uh, this being a horror film, you're like, well, you're going to play this game. Somebody's actually going to end up dead, yeah. which, uh, you know, we think happens right away with the Lee Pace character, but then we realize he's just messing around. Um that whole energy too was weird. And again, I've been in like, not recently in my life, <laughs> but when I was like 18, 19, mm-hmm. um, wink, wink, I was definitely over age. Uh, <laughs> uh, I had girlfriends uh, from high school that always like kept like a 30 year old dude or older, like around, you know, <laughs> but, to buy liquor, uh, you know, just to do things. Um, whatever their deal was, I, you know, I don't know. But in uh, Ohio, the age of consent is 16. <laughs> well, there we go. Um, <laughs> I had to look it up. <laughs> but drinking drinking age was still 21 regardless. Oh, so, yeah. True. Anyways, um, you know, kids aren't the you know, kids do the darndest things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But anyways, there was always some, like, dude hanging around that was just, like, you know, there to, like, you know, help us get into trouble. And so he that was, like, his vibe for me, this guy that Lee Pace is playing. What was his name in the movie again? Uh, Greg. Greg, yeah. Yeah, Greg. Uh, so he, like, his whole thing was, like, kind of creepy to me. Uh, did you get that vibe? Is that how you felt? Like, what do you think about about Greg. I was like, uh, Lee Pace is giving himbo energy, like big <gasps> himbo. Yes. Big himbo energy. Yeah. There. Yeah. He definitely had that vibe. But again, like I said, he also just reminded me of like, kind of like Matthew McConaughey's character in uh dazing of views to, you know, just like one of those kind of dudes that just hangs out with like people that are really, really young, like shouldn't be there. I was actually thinking Maybe more the- Matthew McConaughey's character in, uh, magic mike the first one because he gives off himbo energy but like underneath it he's being underestimated and is actually quite savvy um you know judging by the way he was able to like you know disarm uh jordan and uh 
you know, had a go bag and a light mask. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I did write something about that. Where the light therapy mask for like seasonal depression. That was amazing. And kind of very creepy. Like those masks are kind of creepy. So it was yeah. very effective in that room that he was in, in the red, red room. Anyway. So what really kicks off the events, you know, we kind of go through this whole thing. You're thinking, I thought this was pretty twisty. Like, I think they did a really nice job kind of, you know, keeping me like guessing about what was mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. because you think that Lee Pace's characters that you think Greg's dead, but turns out it's not Greg. But of course, you know, there's lots of drama with these people. They're fighting and arguing. He goes out, uh, you know, he leaves. He has tension with Pete Davidson's character, which is David, right? Uh, yes, David. Uh, yeah, which I love. That's easy to remember. Uh, <laughs> Davidson, David. Uh, you know, so yeah, there's like, you know, whose dick is bigger or something kind of thing going on between the two of them. But then David is the one who gets his throat slashed, mm-hmm. uh, which again, I was kind of surprised. I thought that he was kind of like going to hang around around the film a lot longer uh so he's dead everybody's panicking who killed david and then that's when like the film really uh gets going because they want to blame greg because he's creepy and he's got like you know weird maps or other stuff going on well i mean rightly so they pinpoint the first person who is like newest to the group and is not in the room when everything was happening right right so uh yeah then they kill him (laughs) Which again, I mean, the instincts here, you know, because he like it's kind of a creepy situation. Like, yeah. wait, what is what's going on? And then he gets really hostile, and he's like, you know, um, attacking you. Well, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like it, it's he's trying to defend himself, but he's also extremely aggressive and hostile about it. So like mm-hmm. his whole chill, like you know, yoga dude vibes are not. It's not working for him. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, he seems very aggressive. So. They take him out with like a kettlebell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that what it was? Uh, You know, so beat him to death. Now he's dead. (laughs) Um, And then who died like after that? Sorry, I'm trying to remember all the the parts of the film because there was a lot going on because the lights go out, you know, they lose power and then they're just kind of running around the dark for a while, uh, finding different people dead around the around the house. Um, it's uh David's girlfriend. Yeah, Emma. Is that Emma, that's right. Emma. They find her dead next. So anyway, so like quickly becomes like a who is do like a who done it? Who's like killing who? Uh, they throw in like there's a whole thing with B having like lied about her college or like what she was doing, and then it's like, well, I'm taking care of my borderline personality. Uh, her mother has borderline personality or had borderline personality disorder. Actually, I'm not sure if she, if they really ever clarify. Uh, she said, my mother has borderline. Yeah. Which of course, then they immediately like think, you know, maybe she's the one killing everybody and like throw her out of the house into the hurricane. That whole sequence was super weird. Um, and I was really confused about what she kind of found in the, you know, like the panties or, or was it a bra or something? In the car. Oh, I think it was like, it was one of their, it was, I think it was uh, Sophie's bag and was like sniffing her panties. Yeah. That whole, that thing was so strange too, but then she goes back in the house. Yeah. Maria, Maria Baklova is uh, like the like virtuosic comedic talent from the new Borat movie from the most recent Borat movie. So like seeing her in this, it was like no surprise. Like the, the, the talent of the five female leads of like of the of the main five yeah. are amazing. Amanda Stenberg has been around for a minute. She was in Hunger Games, like yeah. you know, she has been in things. And then you have, um, then you have like Rachel Sennett, who I love. I actually have known about Rachel Sennett for a while. Um, as she's a guest on another, she's been a guest on another podcast on two other podcasts, actually, that I've listened to, and she's just hilarious. And then she had her breakout role recently with the indie film, uh, Shiva Baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy fuck, that's Rachel Sennett, and she is magnificent in this. Yeah, I need to see that, uh, Shiva Baby, because that looks, uh, really delightful. Yeah, so I was just like, yeah, it's 
it's definitely one that keeps you guessing the entire time. And I completely, I had a thought where I was like, it's gotta be Maria Baklova. Like it's gotta be her as the killer. Like Mm -hmm. I loved also, like, I just loved, it was a whodunit, but it did not feel super obvious. And it kept you distracted enough by like the inner workings of the friendship. And yeah, well, yeah, exactly. That's what, that's where I was going to go next is that they, you know, so obviously tensions are really high. People keep dying and then they keep like dragging up all this drama, you know, between them and kind of throwing in each other's faces. Uh, eventually, you know, they fight some more, more people dies, die. Uh, Cause Alice gets fatally shot. That's the character uh, Rachel plays, Rachel Senat plays. And then who else? Um, the final. Or is it just her or Jordan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jordan dies and tells um, B to look to at like, her text to check Sophie's texts. Yeah. So then well, they have a whole. So she says, check her text, but she doesn't say I was thinking like, Oh, it still could be. B because B's been like texting uh, people, but we can't really see who she's texting. Right. And like, I don't know if maybe it's like check your tech, check her text could have been either of them, which like love in that moment, it's like grateful for a same sex narrative because it's like which pronoun, <laughs> which person. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was kind of uh, assumed that it meant to be Sophie. Um but either way, yeah. So they have a kind of a whole fight again over, you know, what Sophie's actually been doing, what she's been up to. So anyways, in that, so the final, you know, moments of the film is them struggling over a cell phone, but they're near where David's body has been this t- this entire time. And they find his cell phone and his cell phone reveals that his murder was not actually a murder at all, but he accidentally being a fucking dumbass, <laughs> being a boy, being such a stupid boy, accidentally killed his own self, like slashed his um, throat open or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. With a what kind of what was that sword that he was? It was like with? a scimitar, like a yeah, some giant yeah. fucking sword. So, anyways, so what we're left with is this whole film about people who completely you know we're wrong about what was happening we're just kind of wrapped up into this like paranoia um you know panic about a murderer being on the loose and it was all you know uh, a misunderstanding i guess Mm -hmm. (laughs) maybe they should have looked at his phone first uh that's the lesson to take from this is if a friend dies and their phone is near maybe see if they were filming something um i do love there was a storm the fact that like we're supposed to believe that like his cell phone lasted the entire time a hurricane was outside in just one place. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, the, of course there are. I mean, it's a movie, are, you know, yeah. suspend, suspension of disbelief. Um, yeah. But like, again, it's like Chekhov's scimitar because like he, when they went into the right. house, he just like left it on the ground. I'm like, well, that's going to come like every little thing they did. And I'm like, oh, foreshadowing. This is a, yeah. they, they did like the, when Maria Baklova is uh is what goes back to the car and she leaves like the light up or she leaves the mirror up, it was like we focused in on it for it to be like unintentional. And I'm like, oh, right. I, this could be the killer because now the car is going to lose battery. Lo and behold, foreshadowing for that, foreshadowing the like the the roll the the <laughs> the window not going all the way down in the middle of a storm foreshadowing that for like how it features later. Like it was good foreshadowing because like we knew it was going to happen, but how it was used was different. And I really appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, I really, really liked this uh, movie. It was super fun. I loved all of the like Gen Z millennial, whatever the fuck it is like language uh, like there's a whole, like lots of conversations about, you know, this and that being triggers and, um, you know, this kind of, uh, psycho babble talk that we, we have now where it's just like, um, you know, you're really triggering me right now, or you're really like, you know, you're not hearing my feelings. 
uh, you know, lots of lots of therapy talk that's kind of invading our uh, <laughs> our uh, culture. I wish I had a list of quotes because this is another movie that I feel like once I see it a few more times, it, there were so many things I'm like, oh, I have to remember that because that was fucking funny and I want to use no. that. There yeah, was a it's lot almost unfair because I, I just saw it like today. So like, it's almost unfair because it's so fresh for me. Um, and you have your notes written in the dark, <laughs> but like, uh, yeah. like he's a Libra moon was amazing. Yes. Yeah. Like, that whole sequence was so fucking funny. Rachel Sennett had, um, she had all of the lines. Like she is me, which by the way, Joshua here and now, I will say that that entire monologue where she goes off about like how difficult it is to do a podcast is, <laughs> is something that like she reached deep down into my soul and plucked the words out from my soul and spewed them from her mouth at those people. Like, it was amazing, fantastic. I could, I was trying to be present, but I was like hysterically shaking. And like Ashley's like look like laughing too, because she also did a podcast and so she knows like we're we're there be- we're basically there because of a podcast. It was just so it was fantastic, that whole thing. And I I that'll be my uh spoken word lip sync if I ever get the chance. Yeah, that uh that sequence was brilliant. That's also where they're like, um, you know, you only, you hate listen to her podcast. Mm-hmm. That shit was fucking funny because they have it like right in the beginning where she's like, oh yeah, your podcast, I love it. And then it comes back around for them to be like, yeah. uh, you only hate listen to it. That was brilliant. I love the don't call her a psychopath. It's so ableist. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was fucking brilliant. Uh, you know what? Your parents are upper middle class. That had me laughing out loud. I laughed out loud at a few uh, a few things. Uh, I've never been shot before. This really fucking hurts. <laughs> that was uh, um, also uh, delighted. Delightful. The, the whole movie is made in that moment. Um, it is in in those like in like as the conflict is brewing between them after Emma dies. Like the whole the whole movie is made for me, um, and it's worth the price of admission, even though it was completely free for me. Yeah, yeah, she was no, like, totally. Yeah. I, I, I'm definitely going to go see it again uh, very soon because it was, it was very, very, very fun. Sorry, I was just looking through the other. Um, you fucking trigger me. That came up. You are so toxic. You're always gaslighting me. I love all of the like. Yeah. It's so it's like so meta because again, it's not that those things aren't real or that people don't do that, but like particularly in the you know in the context of this film where they're supposed to all be like really good friends, you know, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, uh, they're kind of hurling all this language at each other. And it's just fucking delightful. I'm like, this is so fucking funny how like, we don't really like talk to our, you know, our friends, I think that way who do often participate in, you know, like toxic behaviors. And so for them to kind of be like using this language and having these conversations, I'm like, this is, this is fucking delightful. Like it's so meta in a way. Uh, Scream. Scream's another one I'd probably want to watch with this. Um, either the latest one, just so that they're kind of more current, you know, this or mm-hmm. the original. It just kind of has that s- sort of like meta humor going for it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and you think it's a slasher and then it's not. So that's really, really fun. Um, what I was going to say is that like, as it was going on, I really thought I was like, oh, this is kind of kind of be sort of a remake of April Fool's Day, uh, which, again, I guess, spoiler alert, Joe, the movie came out like 1986. So I don't know what to tell you. You've, you've had your chance. But anyways, it's about this woman who invites all of her friends to a party. I can't I, I think it's her birthday. Anyways, they all start dying like one by one, one by one, one by one, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, lots of dead bodies. And um, I don't know why I said it that way. I get like bodies, bodies, bodies. I have to say everything three times. Um, <laughs> they, anyway, so yeah, everybody thinks they, you know, people are being murdered and they think it's because their friend actually has like a murderous twin. And in the end, it turns out that nobody was murdered. It was all just a big prank. And so I kept waiting for like all the other characters to come back. You know, I thought that this was like going to be a, um, what the, uh, 
I'm so sick of technology lately. I don't know what's going on. My, my life uh, sucks with technology lately. Unplug, I can't get anything Joshua. to like work the way it's supposed to. Um, anyway, so that's kind of where I thought this was going. I was like, oh, it's, this is going to be some sort of like, you know, millennial remake of April Fool's Day, which I, I would not be against. I would have been fine if they all kind of came back at the end and it was just like a big joke. Uh, I'm glad it wasn't uh, just because I I rather enjoyed the reveal that we think this a murderer's been afoot and the whole time it's just, you know. A misunderstanding. Uh, yeah, that, you know, a terrible tragedy, you know, with this guy, with David, you know, accidentally killing himself and that everybody like panicking and thinking that they know what's happening. And, uh, you know, they end up killing each other over false information. I mean, could anything yeah. be more relevant yeah. <laughs> um, right now in the world? When uh, when the movie came out um, in wide release, um a24 sent out a note from uh the director Alina Ray. Oh yeah. And uh there's a great line that I want to read. Um she basically uh it's a very personal story that she has um and kind of what led to this the filming of this film and it just like made me appreciate it that much more. Um but one thing that she she so she's talking about like, you know, how she started out in the theater and you know, did a lot in the theater. And uh, the letter, the note goes on. Um, of all the classical plays I was part of, the theme of self-destruction and power weaved its way through all of them. Why do humans, even though they think they are enlightened and civilized, do stuff that is bad for them? Um, and then she goes on to ask, basically. Uh, a director is asking her to like, you know, you got to think about the question. Like when you're, when you're directing something, what's connecting you to the material or, you know, start with a question. And so, um, and the question is the beast inside or outside of us made me connect to bodies, bodies, bodies. After all the beautiful tragedies I was part of on stage. uh, It was the most miraculous journey to try and make people laugh. Dark humor is a great key and weapon to discuss the absurdity of life. Uh, yeah, a thousand percent. That definitely comes through in this movie, uh, in this film, uh, yeah. because yeah, in the end, it's there's a lot of senseless death over um, information that's not you know what they think it is. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I found it. I found it to be. I thought it was going to be just fun, but I did find myself kind of thinking about that and thinking about um, you know this whole world we live in with. Uh, alternative you know truths <laughs> yeah and and, and the know. only people like <laughs> the people who the the people who die um are people who didn't harm anybody except for jordan um greg didn't uh david didn't uh alice didn't and the only two people who like truly killed someone <laughs> are sophie and b be with um uh be with like you know bludgeoning greg to death with a kettlebell and then sophie uh basically giving uh emma uh pills and emma falls you know is negligence at the very least manslaughter (laughs) and it's just like fantastic because like on the outside like it you know we always cut off right you know before the everything happens where people have to the recompense right and so the in that recompense it's like well they were literally the only two people who are a alive and b like have were actually responsible for like another person's death which is which is like delicious and fantastic and super dark yeah super 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 dark uh and fucking really funny. I laughed out loud a lot at this movie. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. So, oh, I bet I, it was so much fun with that crowd, Joshua. Yeah, yeah, because people were really into it. You know, it was really late, and you know, we were just having a good time. So, oh, yeah, I it was it was a total blast. So, if you've not seen it and you listen to this episode, well, you're spoiled as fuck, but it's still worth seeing because uh, I can't wait to see it again. And uh, you know, it has that like sensibility of like Heather's, you know, just that, like the dark fucking humor between the friends and, you know, how they just throw each other's flaws in, in, in their faces and, 
They're mean spirited. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know anybody like that, you know, if you have any friends <laughs> that, like that. Uh, so yeah, I strongly uh, recommend seeing it. Uh, and uh, I'm glad that you enjoyed it, Joe. Cause that, you know, you just, you never know these days. You're like a wild card. I, I don't know where you're going to, I would from. totally see this again. I would yeah. see this again many, many times. This is a this is a movie that I will buy physical media and I'll buy the digital copy. Um, wow, it was a I lot of fun. A twenty four hasn't. I I I might jinx this. <laughs> Movies that I've seen from A twenty four haven't steered me wrong yet. This is very, very true. I can't wait. Again, this is going to be another one that I can't wait to have like a movie night, pizza, popcorn, drinks. Um, maybe we'll kill that annoying friend of ours. They don't know who they are, but <laughs> everybody that listens to this is now, is it me? <laughs> oh, I know. I, I'm totally teasing. If I'm in And your game, house is perfect to play this game in. I'm just going to say. I, yeah, I think it could be really fun. We'll see. Maybe. I, yeah, we'll think about see, it. Like, I think it'd be I, really I would definitely like not be a killer, you know, because like I to move, you have to be able to move in the dark fast. Right. And I can't, you know, that I cannot do. (laughs) That I will not even abide a thought for (laughs) anyways. um, I don't know. Yeah. Do I want a bunch of like people running around my house in the dark? I don't, I don't think so. Maybe we'll see. Um, Anyways. Joe, this was fun. I'm glad that you enjoyed the film. I can't wait to uh, to see it again, hopefully with you, so we can laugh at it together. Yes. Thanks, A24. Yes. Big thank you to them. Shout out. And uh, good times. All righty. Well, good night. School is produced by Joshua Napier and Joe Farron. Our intro was edited by Davey Boy Productions. Our logo was designed by Jamie Channel Guzman. Episodes are edited and engineered by Joe Farron. Fright School is produced in terrifyingly beautiful San Diego, California. listening to the Geekscape Network.